love how that looks. Hey, yo! Rod, Hi. how are you doing today? Rod? 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 Oh, oh, no. oh wait, it's just you oh, on Rod's no. thing. Oh, yeah, I put you oh, behind no. wait, Rod. It's just me on Rod's <laughs> thing. That's how this works. I'm sorry. Oh, hey. All right. Uh, welcome to Murder Moose Podcast, part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. It's in the game. All right. This episode uh, 159, Rod is not here. He doesn't have internet. I, what the hell is that? Who doesn't have internet? What year is this? 1995? I was talking to somebody the other day and they were asking if they, uh, if I remembered my first email account and when I had it, like how old I was. How, how old were you when you had your email account for the first time? I don't even know, to be honest. I want to say, like, I was, like, four or five, maybe, and that was in 94, 95, because my dad was, like, on top of things. I may have actually even had it earlier, because I know that they locked in an email account for me when I was really little. Honestly, uh, it was, like, before everybody had one. I didn't even have a computer until I was, like, I gotta say, like, 12 or 13. Like a family computer? Yeah. So. Wild, yeah. Like, I remember in grade one, there was like one computer in our school that <laughs> we would all take turns on in the library and stuff. Yeah. That just aged the shit well, out of me. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I mean, oh, speaking of aging, happy birthday. Ooh, thanks. Yeah. Um,. I mean, like, basically, if you go based off that age, I guess it's roughly the same time frame. Um, well, I'm not as old as Rod, yeah, like, so he had, a, he probably didn't have true. an email he until he was, tablets. like, 20. <laughs> he had stone tablets that he carved into, right? Like, yeah. that's how they did it when the dinosaurs walked. Wait, are you a 90s Love you, baby? Rod. Me? Yeah, 90. Wow. 1990. So I'm yeah, a, I was I almost 89. I guess I'm only five years older than you, so that's not yeah. too crazy. But yeah, Rod so, I mean, roughly is like a hundred years guys. older than both of us. I know, God, I don't know how he can see on the computer. He's, he's gonna hate us. Like this kind of he's like, I don't even want to fucking listen to it. You guys are just roasting me the whole time. Look, he looks good. Though, Isn't that right, least. Rod? Yeah, no, he looks great. If you're not watching, Rod looks fabulous. <laughs> Uh, I love Rod. I miss him. He's the best. I miss him too. But I was gonna say we'll before next week. I was gonna say before because he talks. I think, well, most episodes at least three times more than both of us put together, <laughs> and uh, but we just like full on ADD zone out. So what the fuck are we gonna do at the like three quarter mark when you're like completely silent Asleep. and I'm like. <laughs> And you're like in the kitchen. I don't know. I have no idea what we're going to do. This may be one of the shortest episodes ever. No, I'm, ju I'm just kidding. But not really. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> so I have to tell you, um, because we usually talk about this like relatively early on, as far as like what we've been watching this week or whatever. Fall oh, yeah. of the House of Usher came out. I did see that and I didn't watch it yet. It looks pretty I good. I have only made it about halfway and it is so good. 
and it's definitely one that I'm going to go back and rewatch a few times. And then I also need to, I'll probably brush up on some Poe because it's been a long time. And uh, it was really great. Um, a friend of mine was talking about it and they knew I was excited because of course it's Flanagan. So anything Flanagan, I'm immediately Fuck like, yes. take all of me. Um, but they were like, yeah, I haven't, I don't, I haven't read any of these King novels that it references. And I was like, no, but to be fair, most people probably wouldn't know. But anyway, uh, it's been, oh, I just scared the shit out of myself by my cat. Um, <laughs> it's been really good. Uh, the visuals on it are incredible. The storytelling's really great. My only complaint so far is that one of my favorite actresses that got introduced into the Flanagan universe in the Midnight Club is... She's doing a great job at her character, but I don't like her character, which makes me not like her acting, which makes me sad. So I'm hoping that her character development gets character development improves. But I think you'll really like it, Josh, because just stylistically, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I don't th I don't think anything that Flanagan's done hasn't been beautiful uh, that I've seen. I just I remember uh, I don't know, like. It's hard for me to watch shows because I just don't have enough time to like invest in that much because I'm getting up so fucking early <laughs> randomly. Like I just wake up. It's like, oh, six o'clock. Okay. And then I have a coffee and I'm like, well, I guess I just start working. And then I work too much and too long. And yeah, but it's never a bad thing to be extremely busy because, uh, the opposite sucks terribly. So I'll take mm -hmm. it and I'll, uh, I don't know. It's like, especially when uh, me and my girlfriend work like different uh, times and stuff. That's when I like randomly will just go to a movie by myself. Like I went to the theater by myself the other day and saw Dumb Money. It was. What's that about? It's about the GameStop stock stuff it's like a biopic on the guy who uh went on like wall street bets on reddit and was like making everyone buy the gamestop stock and oh, made it yeah, go yeah, crazy yeah. but it has like so many big actors in it it's this weird like movie that no one's fucking talking about yet it has all these awesome actors in it and it's a perfect like biopic just like the big short was and all that and i was I was like in t on Twitch at the time. So I was like in the Discord game. I was I was more uh around you and Rod at the time like before this. I think that yeah, this is before Murder Moose and stuff. So I was like I was really into like these chats and all that stuff and at the time I was completely broke, had no money to invest, but there were so many people that were part of Wall Street Bets in so many of the channels that I was uh, a part of at the time, like yelling at everyone. Doesn't matter what you do. Just put whatever you can on GameStop right now. And man, I, I have so much regret that I didn't have anything to invest at the time because holy shit. So I feel like weirdly on the sidelines, I was a part of that thing and it still really interests me. There's so many like documentaries about it and stuff on Netflix and it was a really good biopic. So yeah, recommend it. 
Well, yeah, because that was in January 2021. I was trying to remember when it was because it feels like it was like last week. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but per- it definitely during COVID. wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, I want to see that. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. I didn't know anything about it. Um, but like I kind of wonder if part of that is because of what we do, if we're just kind of on the like outer ring as far as movies like that come out because I mean like I'm very much informed when something horror related is coming out because everybody lets me know which I appreciate I'm that's not me bitching um (laughs) but I wonder if that has like anything to do with it as to why I maybe wouldn't have uh have heard about it I don't know like it it's I think it's honestly just the the way Hollywood is run now like it's one of those mid-budget movies and it's like hollywood forgot how to advertise or even put money into those types of movies because they're used to going exclusively straight to amazon or straight to netflix or whatever like even all the sony movies go directly to netflix almost immediately after there's like a certain window and every sony movie now has a contract to go to netflix which is kind of fucked up because uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That they like, were, that Netflix and Sony were so hand in hand. That's interesting. Well, Sony doesn't have their own, like Paramount oh, has yeah, Paramount yeah. Plus and HBO has Max and, you know, like Max is uh, with Warner Brothers, I guess. HBO and Warner Brothers mm-hmm. are, are a thing. So, yeah, like I guess Sony and Netflix are the thing, right? So I feel mm-hmm. like interesting. those interesting were bedfellows. Yeah, those were always my favorite types of movies to go and see in the theaters were like those mid-budget weird ones that might get talked about at the end of the year or something. Maybe, wow, this one's not going to have any like Oscar buzz or anything, but it was, it's like, because I feel like I was kind of a part of it. I'm like, oh, I got to go and see this. I don't care if I see this. Well, I never care if I see anything with anyone anymore because it's, do you, I don't know how, how do you feel about like. I'm fine with going to see stuff by myself now. Like, I've started going to movies with a friend just because we both were like, we like we like movies and we don't really know anybody else. So let's go together, which it has been it's been fun. Like, it's just not something something to do. And uh, so like, but otherwise, like, I have no problem going by myself. And at some points, I actually prefer it. Not anything against that person, but like because you can just do your own thing. Right. Like. You can get there when you want. You can. <laughs> My theaters are all so small anyway. It doesn't really matter. But I, I feel like even especially because uh, now that COVID came and went and who knows what the fuck's going to happen in the future. But uh, that really just the theaters are not the same anymore. And before mm-hmm. um, I actually I, I remember the first movie I ever went to, like the big theaters by myself. I felt so self-conscious and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, because I, I, I always went with friends. It was always this thing. And none of my friends had seen any of the other Bourne movies. So it was the Bourne Ultimatum, the third one. I was like, how the fuck did I see the other two by myself? But I, I guess it probably was at home or something. I was like, mm-hmm. I have to see this one. It came out on my birthday weekend or week. So I was like, you know what? It's my birthday. I'm ditching work. And I'm going to go and see the Born Ultimatum by myself. And it was so fantastic. It was like, because I, I was always the one that wanted. And uh, I was the guy that 
got all the friends together and made the plans and bought extra tickets and saved the fucking seats. And it was such a, a task and a thing because you couldn't like, you know, order your seats back then. You, you could save a whole row and stuff. And pe- they made me fucking do that and then would show up like mm-hmm. two seconds before the movie starts. I'm like, oh, sorry. No, I, I have these 10 seats. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. I started saying, I'm going to a movie. If you would like to come, this is when I'm seeing it instead of like the uh, let's let's go it's like no i'm going regardless i don't care and mm-hmm. yeah it was it's a better way to to do it because if you go by yourself whatever you still you're doing what you wanted to do it's great yeah if people show they show like yeah absolutely i uh i saw um i i had talked to you guys a while back about you know speaking of going to see movies um where i went to see talk to me how i went to that really small kind of like indie uh, community funded theater i went uh last i went on friday the 13th and i saw uh tales of the crypt um demon knight and bordello of blood as a double feature so good i saw that in the drive-in when i was a kid i saw bordello of blood at the drive-in theater when i was a kid like Wow, I had never seen movie. them, so it was it was great. I like at first Demon Demon Knight was good. It was very good, but I was kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. Like it was very stand. Like it was great. It it was good, but like I wasn't like emotionally attached to it. I guess, but I still really enjoyed it. And then we took the break, and I talked to a few different podcasters while I was there, and we just kind of hung out and chatted and looked at schedules for the theater and. I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to go see next or whatever. And then um, during the break, they showed a Tales from the Crypt episode, but I I wasn't in there, so I don't even know which one it was. And I'm going to be completely honest. It was my first time seeing anything Tales of the Crypt. I had no clue just how many like A-list actors worked on that show over the years. I had no idea. And I felt really silly. It was was like uh, X-Files before X-Files type stuff. Yeah, and like, and I fucking love X Files. Yeah, um, I grew but up. Anyway, so then with we the went cartoon. in and saw. Oh, with Tales from the Crypt, the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Apparently, like the legality between Tales of the Crypt and like Creep Show, I guess, or whatever, yes. is like wild. Like, there's a shitload because, like, we were talking about it. Well. My friend was explaining to me the uh, Friday the 13th lawsuit and where everything stands at the moment and then started explaining to me Tales of the Crypt and Creep Show. And um, it was very, very in-depth. And I was very like, this is over my head. Um, <laughs> but um, Bordello of Blood may be one of my favorite movies now. I think, honestly, it, it like... absolutely might be. It's... I, I- those movies were so influential for me it, being into horror. And now that you're talking about it and like the, uh, the 90s were like so influential for kids because everything mm-hmm. that was remotely successful in the theaters got a spinoff into a cartoon series like the Ninja Turtles, uh, Ghostbusters, and there was Tales from the Crypt. But also Toxic Crusaders was a spinoff from Toxic Avengers uh really yeah so like i have this like my drumstick bag is this homemade print of toxic crusaders like cartoons on it that's like neon and it's like tied to my drums right there my the, my buddy from horror con came over he's like 
what the f- what the hell is that Toxic Avengers stuff? I was like, no, it's Toxic Crusaders. He's like, holy shit. So, like, <laughs> like it's so cool to think about. But that's, that's like, the accessible uh, horror that I love to talk about is, like, for kids. But then there's now, like, we have Amazon Prime. And Totally Killer, I think, is one of those things that's really going to open the doors for teenagers to really get into horror but i think scream is also that uh that franchise as well it's it's living on it's it's passing the baton over to a net a new generation but i want to see more well i don't know it's it's not the same time we're not going to see like saturday morning cartoons with fucking tales from the crypt and toxic crusaders anymore so at least we get cool fucking movies like totally killer like as a part of our prime thing like order all your shit and then hey go home and watch this movie because you have prime and then if you have amazon prime you have access to prime gaming which gets you a sub any twitch channel of your choosing at no additional cost to you all you have to do is link your twitch prime account or your twitch account to your amazon prime account and then you can sub to any channel on twitch at no additional cost feel free to utilize it on uh any of us uh i'd say use it on johnston or or on me continue continue she's uh you know don't use it on my channel if you come to my channel do not subscribe because i don't do it all the time i don't do it uh for a living (laughs) (laughs) yeah but if you if you if you drop that if you drop that uh that prime sub it does not auto renew so each month you do have to change it up but it doesn't or put it on the same channel whatever uh but i get the same cut i normally would and you pay nothing extra so uh, is it now the same cut please either one Prime is, yes, um, but as of January, at the end of January, I will no longer be pushing subscriptions on Twitch because I think my contract, my grandfathered in contract of my 7030 is probably oh, going to fall because of Partner Plus, which is fine. You know I'm what? Push I had a grandfathered and and everything else. because my Twitch account is 11 years old, so it's a it's Justin TV account. I was grandfathered 7030, and then because I wasn't doing anything... They're like, oh, just drop it and go over to YouTube because I was doing YouTube things. So someone convinced me to drop my my uh, contract. And then oh. I did. And then when I came back, it was that 50-50 split. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Crap. Yeah. I I didn't yeah. even, you know, I I, it's not like I was making so- tons, but still. But yeah, but I mean, it's still, it's still money. Like I worked so fucking hard for my 70-30 and then they threw on these new like big ass like goals and stuff, which you might as well call Partner Plus the actual partnership program and just fuck us off because like whatever. Sorry, that's really aggressive. I've had a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, but you, yeah, so, you have other options you know. and other avenues now that I think is going to be very positive for uh, you and lucrative yeah. and yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's going okay. But yeah, we're talking about uh, Totally Killer. Totally! came out. Totally! It came out on September 28th of this year on Amazon Prime. Uh, And it is the when the infamous Sweet 16 killer turns 35 years after his first murder spree to claim another victim, 17-year-old Jamie accidentally travels back in time to 1987, determined to stop the killer before he can start. You weren't even born yet. I was not. I was two. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I have to say, when my friend told me to watch this, I was like, yeah, I saw that pop up on Amazon. I might I might check it out. And they were like, no, you need to watch it. And I was like, it sounds cringy as fuck. Like, it no, sounds, it like, sounds a like a scream ripoff. Like, I don't care. And I turned it on and I was like, this should be cringy, but it's not. It's I really love this. Anything <laughs> that is like this and is self-aware, it's uh, yeah. it's that meta horror that it does fit in that scream kind of realm. But then also, uh, we we did do that on the show. So, um, did my voice mod just cut out again? Yeah, it cut out. Okay. And I was confused. Yeah, I don't know. Voice mod is a piece of shit. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I like when when it started, and, and you know, it kept. When, when it first started, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then it was like, oh, it's trying to be super PC. Like, but then that element of it became actually really interesting because it did like, you know, where I was watching it and I'm like, there's a dodgeball scene where she's gone back. Spoilers, obviously. She's gone back in time and there's this whole dodgeball scene where she just, first of all, she walks into the school and she's like, I'm a new student from Canada. I'm an exchange student from Canada. <laughs> and they're just like, okay here's your schedule and she's like wait that's all yeah get to class like what are you doing it was wild but then she gets to the dodgeball scene and it's so violent and it's so aggressive and i was like dodgeball was the tits okay like oh, yeah. i don't care how soft you guys are dodgeball everyone is so soft now bomb. it's really yeah I, I feel like this movie was really shedding a light on the the woke teens of of now and just how soft everyone has gotten because it didn't used yeah. to be like i'm not just talking like how racist everything was and how whatever like it, it, things were it was like no fucking get on with your life like whatever that's how like it was just like whatever this isn't like yeah. this is whatever like fuck don't don't be a, a lame-o and just keep on keep on trucking <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like they did do a really great job of calling out, calling out like bullying issues from the from the past and whatever. But yeah. there were still moments where I was like, yeah, that was that was how we were raised. Like it makes sense to me. Like, but it it, it, it obviously like this probably is more geared towards us. But I feel like younger kids can appreciate it, even if they view it as potentially cringy, because like, oh, that would never be. That's so over the top. No, no. That's, no that's exactly how it was it's and even that, funny because like even in the 80s <laughs> your voice might cut out but yeah i thought it was i thought it was fabulous i love 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 i can never say her name right so i always feel bad when i say that but kieran uh, shipka i always love her yeah she's fabulous um she does so great and like the only I did not know she was in the spinoff of Legend of or I didn't know she was in the Legend of Korra or that she voiced someone in the last airbender. That's wild. Yeah. What? Anyway. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just I just saw that because I was looking at her stuff and I was oh that's cool as hell. <laughs> Had no idea. I'm just looking through. Don't mind me. But yeah, I thought I thought she was great. Um, oh, is she only in the video game? 
I don't know. Regardless, uh, I think she's fabulous. She does a really great job. It doesn't feel too... Ick. Obviously, it's still these teenagers look like grown-ass adults, but that's just, I think, how it is. <laughs> but, um... I thought it definitely did really well. It was even, there were even like some moments where I kind of jumped and, you know, it just, it was really cool. I loved the haunted house scene. Haunted too. house? How you felt about that. When they're at the amusement park thing and they're going through, it's not really a haunted house. It's like oh, yeah. a scare place. I or don't whatever. know. Like, yeah. I, I feel like they, the depiction of most of the things they did. Uh, other than his mask, like I, I, I gotta get it out there. His mask was the the main thing that I was just like, ah, oh, like I, why, why does it have to be that thing? It, it's not even scary. It's just kind of like annoying looking to me. But I don't know. It's kind of unnerving to me. Like, I yeah, I guess. I, I'm trying to like think back to the last time I saw a movie and was actually like. Not just caught off guard, but like actually fucking scared. And it's been a long fucking time. And even like when I'm like walking around, get myself, what the fuck? Voice mod is seriously so annoying. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I can't remember. So like uh, slasher films, I don't think, th I think they're more of like a, a ride. So like the fact that this was based around like, those rides and everything. I feel like this movie was a fun ride and especially like the, the callbacks, yeah. the nostalgia things. I don't feel like it was as weaponized as other movies w are with it. It used it and then used it in a clever way, like uh, foreshadowing like the pink dust and then the pink dust being the, the kill was fucking awesome. I was like, fuck yes. Like I actually I was applauding when that happened. And it's on the vortex, which is all always like one of my favorite rides to so just like ah oh, gets sucked to the wall. I was always scared oh, really? of that. I've never oh, been fun. on one. But I'm gonna have to at some point, I guess, if I trust my life enough. I don't know. I I can't do spinning anymore. <laughs> I the, I got to I don't know what age and all of a sudden nope. Like I feel fucking old as hell because I'm like, yep. oh my god. Like, I remember there was like the, these like two-seater or four-seater like things as a kid that you could like pump your feet and it would spin it and it would just keep spinning, spinning and it would get so, like there's no seat belts, there's no nothing and it was just like a backyard thing that would spin until people would fly off and I still wouldn't get dizzy when I was a kid on like that violent thing and I went on like the strawberries with my kid and like they were spinning. I was like, no, oh my God. Oh, I got to get off. This is not okay. So like, I don't think I could do Vortex anymore. I don't know. I, yeah, no, I don't typically do spinning stuff, but I would do Vortex just to do Vortex at least once only because... I feel like it might be something something fun to to mess around Just with. Make I it, guess. I don't make know. sure you put but, it on the gram. Um, <laughs> yeah, do yeah it that's for a good reel. Uh, I did look. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, yeah. Put it on the reel. <laughs> yes. Um, so I looked up earlier because we were kind of talking about it. The budget. 
and it looks like the budget uh, for Totally Killer was $34 million, which That's actually, Amazon for you. I feel like that's... Because if this was yeah. uh, produced by, like, Blumhouse, I think it would have been, like, capped at 13 or something, you know? Well... Really? This I mean, movie, I think that like, it looked great. Like, even the so, ha Happy the Death Day and Happy Death Day 2. What are, what are those budgets? Because those ones are such in the same realm, same kind of vibe. Maybe not so... You know what? Like, you could see some of the budget in this movie... At, in uh, oh, yeah, like that's what I'm 4. saying. Like, 8 but they, million. this one you could feel the budget in the the sets. Like they made that carnival and they made that yeah. beaver, and like you don't see that as much anymore because you can just go out with a really nice camera and go anywhere. Like the the creator, holy fucking shit, that movie. Like that movie was still, I think, like eighty or ninety million. Uh, to make, but it looks like a $300 million movie because they wanted him to make a $300 million movie. And he said, you know what? I'm going to do it with uh, a Sony FX3 and my cheap gimbal. And we're going to use all that budget instead of making sets and keeping it on a lot and using all this budget for CGI. We're going to go on location all over the world and take a small crew because that's what he did with his first movie monsters. Um, he did it himself and he comes from a, a background of special effects. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this and add special effects to finish shots. And they cut the whole movie and then sent only the shots that were needed to have CGI added to it. Instead of it being like, you know what? This couldn't uh, like Disney and Marvel. They, up to like the last minute they go oh this might not even make it into the film but we're gonna spend 30 million dollars on making this shot cgi and bullshit like that he's like nah save some money so like i don't know like these budgets and hollywood have to get like smarter like that and i don't know 23 million dollars that's right. in the world of horror that is that is uh bloated sounding budget Thirty-four million for them. My my thing is is like going back to sets and stuff, and this is just my sheer um, not understanding. So they built these sets, right? And I know as somebody who collects a lot of different like memorabilia from things, like I'll get something random from a set every now and then. But like, what are you doing with all that stuff when it's over? Like, it, you're building these giant sets, like. What are they doing with it later? Are they selling it? Are they like no piecing idea. it out? Are they like what is going on with this? Because you're right, those sets were like very. Detailed I love the very cool um, the photo booth. Like again, use but utilizing nostalgia yeah. as like a thing to actually like make the story drive the story forward and stuff like uh, plot devices. I like it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I really liked it. And I liked the way that they went to to piece everything together. Now, I do wonder, because, like, the whole time watching, I was trying to figure out who the killer who was. Who done it? Just the whole time. And, like, I'm terrible at it. Like, I'm so bad at picking. So, like, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, who could it be? Who could it be? 
I did not figure it out until like partway through. I was very much like, oh, it's definitely this guy. And then he just runs past his dad. He's like, fuck you. Right in his fucking head. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. Like some of those kills were insane. Like they were really, I like what uh, Netflix did. Last, was it last year or the year before with Fear Street? Like, I just saw, and it's on my Plex as well, um, the Goosebumps uh, series. So the first six episodes or something. So I want to dive into those because the Fear Street and, and like Goosebumps books were like some of the only books. I'm, I'm not a big reader. I'm ADHD. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, but Goosebumps and Fear Street were some of the only books that I ever read in my life. So uh, <laughs> to see the books that I actually read come back and the i grew up with fucking goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and like all these shows actually have you you probably haven't seen are you afraid of the dark because it's a canadian show yeah like it, it i haven't no it was on it was on in the u.s all oh, the time but i wasn't allowed to watch it i grew it. up on horror <laughs> i got my scream shirt on again <laughs> oh no, yeah, like I just, I just, for whatever reason, I wasn't allowed to watch it. I think it was because they knew that I would be afraid at night, so I never. What do they it, say now? now? I just have never gone back and watched it. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. Who? But my parents? They don't. They don't give a fuck. I mean, they they listen to me. No, no, no. I mean, like, because uh, they were like they were sheltering shit. you as a kid to to keep you safe from horror movies, and now you're like horror movies. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like they don't they don't really they don't really say. Sometimes I last night actually I was sitting in my room and I was I was <laughs> let's take a pictures for Fansley and all I could think was, <laughs> man, my parents sent me to a private Christian school. They raised me in the church. They worked hard as hell to make sure that I got good grades and did great in college and I'm in here taking pictures half nude to post on the internet to sell for money. Uh <laughs> At least they're proud. How was it like going (laughs) to Christian school and stuff? Like I'm public and yeah, I was never. Well, growing up, like, because that was where I started, like I started in, um, I started in private Christian school when I was like three. So I started pre-K and I went there, you know, from then until um, I finished out third grade in the private school. And I also went to church during the week and everything. Um, and so for me growing up, that was just normal, right? Like things like you didn't say words like damn, shoot or sucks or piss or any type of swear. Like random words were like I, I didn't I wasn't allowed to say fart growing up like um just different different things like that and then when we moved here and i learned like we you know our dress code was really strict growing up they were getting ready to transition us to uniforms but like the girls our dresses could not come more than an inch above the knee they could not have any type of like logos or anything on them they had to be plain if they were prints they had to be like all over prints no nail polish no makeup one wow. ear piercing per lobe it's so strict um what do they th- no no shorts no anything yeah boys boys were in in dockers or khakis um and then their shirts had to be button down shirts once they got out of kindergarten 
uh, in kindergarten, they could wear polos that just had like the couple buttons at the top. Um, it was very, very, very strict. Um, and then when I moved here, I remember meeting with the people in the office and I went in in a pair of jeans and a Scooby-Doo t-shirt. And I was like, you know, what, well, what, what can I wear? Like, what am I allowed to wear? And she goes, what you have on is fine. And I was like, no, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so that was cool. But I mean, and then once we moved here, I still stayed really active in the church for a while, but it was a huge culture shock. And my parents did a great job of preparing me for it. Like we had a lot of conversations about like what I needed to be more aware of and what I needed to avoid. And like, you know, just, just to be really mindful of certain behaviors and a lot of like, you know, just making sure that I wasn't doing anything silly. But then my mom ended up being a substitute teacher and she was at the school all the time anyway. So eh. until I got into high school and then she, she did something else, but, but like, so it was, if it was different. <laughs> that's going to like, it's going to make you, uh, like, rebel in certain yeah, ways. Yeah, they got very lucky with me. Um <laughs> they got very lucky with me. Um a lot of that I attribute to the friend group that I had in high school because I ended up I was starting to go down a path of like really wanting to hardcore rebel. Um but also growing up to me like like it was never a like I could not imagine doing anything like what kids do now to their parents but like i remember this movie like, makes the first you think time about I saw that another though. Kid. yeah it does like, it really does like yeah. like the way that she like talks to her mom and then she like realizes later when she's talking to her mom as a child or as a teenager and she's like don't talk to your mom that way like it's very much that <laughs> like like well, if i would have said half the shit to my mom that people have said to me that like i've been taking care of or whatever she would have she would have killed me like i could never imagine looking my parents in the face and saying no and walking off it, it makes Never. you think about like because like you know your parents are parenting you they are different people by that age and blah 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 well, you go back and like you know now that uh you know 38 now i i've gone through some turbulations and whatever fucking bullshit in my life but then when i hang out with my parents we're straight up like you know we can see eye to eye we've both had our ups and downs and lives and stuff. But now my mom, like, you know, she knows what I've been through. She knows the bullshit that I put her through in uh, my early years as well. And now she's like, uh, you know, able to tell me the things that she was doing. I'm like, no way. And it, this movie really makes you think like, holy shit, your parents were your age or, you know, the teenage years and you don't know if they were fucking rebelling assholes against their parents or, or assholes to their or yeah. like, you know, out doing like the, the amount of stupidity that these characters are are doing. It's like, I just told you there's a fucking killer and don't go to the woods. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? We're, we're at the condo. Woo! In the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, it definitely. Uh, it definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I mean, there's another moment of that, too. Like, you know, growing up, my parents were very strict. And I remember one time coming home when I got older and I was talking about something because they were always very anti-weed and very anti, you know, 
anything like alcohol was okay once in a while, but for them, not for me. But I remember coming home one time and saying something about weed. And my dad was like telling me all this random shit. And I was like, how do you know that? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, he was like, oh yeah, I've never smoked. I was like, oh, okay. I get it now. I love when she's like, what the fuck is this dirt weed you got? Like, She's like, yeah, that I, was I, so I ate, funny. I ate five cookies or five brownies. Like, what are you five talking brownies. about? Brownies. She's like, they're all so high, and she's like, oh, I got a gummy that's this big that will fucking put you on the moon. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, speaking of which, weed in Canada is awesome. Um, well, it's all legal too, from right? What so, yeah. <laughs> so from what it's I've heard, yeah. So it's legal here. Awesome. So whatever you yeah. can talk about, whatever you want, it's legal in a bunch. See, this is the stupid thing about, well, there's so many stupid things about legislations and things in America, but like the city to city changes that mm-hmm. it's like you go somewhere and it like goes back 50 years. You go to a progressive state and then it's like, oh, they're completely woke and things make sense and they can make profit off of people making, you know, just fucking smoking weed, like whatever. It's Canada's like, yeah, well, people are fucking doing it everywhere anyways. But because the 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 jail or the prison system in America is like it's so insane and so over like the way it's it's, so overcrowded. And then yet they still continue to do things like that. It just blows my mind. And like the amount of money like I've talked about it numerous times. I mean, it was probably about I want to say maybe about. 11 years now it feels like it was recently but it's been like 11 or 12 years ago you could not buy liquor in my town like at all you could not buy you still can't buy it by the bottle like you we don't have it for there's no liquor stores here um if you're gonna get it you have to go to gatlinburg um unless you want to buy moonshine legal moonshine you can buy in town which is a whole funny thing you didn't come into alberta right you were just in saskatchewan no 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 yeah so in uh alberta it's different it's all privatized uh Mm. every other province is i believe it's all the liquor stores are um government based so they close a lot earlier and they're run exclusively by like the government whereas alberta it's you could just it's like a normal business you can start a franchise of liquor stores or you can open your own liquor store and it's yeah, it's just like anything well, do else. Do you have the do you have the regulations like we have um there's regulations that initially were set up because of like religious reasons, but it's actually a whole other like economic based thing that's really interesting. <laughs> but course. like you can't buy beer or alcohol on Sundays between certain times. It used to be you couldn't buy it at all on Sundays in certain areas. No. Do it's... you guys have stuff like that? No. There's liquor stores Wild. that are open till two AM and stuff like wild yeah yeah no every time i go into like another state and i walk in and there's like liquor in a bottle for sale at like a cvs or something i it still just blows my mind like we just got liquor by the drink a decade ago we still can't buy liquor by the bottle um the wine like they just put wine in the grocery store a few years ago and that was we don't have any of that it's all exclusively in liquor stores there's different like things we can't sell it at like convenience stores or grocery stores it's only at an exclusive liquor store that you can purchase alcohol yeah yeah 
it's weird. Like when so I went to weird. the uh, I, the few states that I have been to, like I, I believe Florida had it too, but like obviously Vegas and Colorado and Seattle, like just at Seven Eleven. Hey, look, there's beer in the fridge. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Yeah, beer, like, you can get beer in the fridge at, like, everywhere here as far as, like, gas stations, you know, grocery stores, whatever, but no liquor. Um, yeah. Isn't beer it's, liquor? It's wild. <laughs> no. No. Beer is different. It's beer is just beer? Liquor. Yeah. Beer is considered beer. Wine is considered wine. Liquor is your, like, spirits. Hard stuff? Oh, yeah. crazy. Weird. Yeah. Your vodka, your... I never drank hard stuff when I drank. Just a beer guy. Yeah. I was a big vodka person. Big vodka person. And I love whiskey sours. But like when I was younger and drinking a lot, uh, I was a lot of whipped cream vodka and uh, whipped cream flavored vodka and Dr. Pepper. It's funny because like I also smoked a lot of weed when it wasn't fully legal. Like there were... Uh, I had like my uh, card like you Mm -hmm. go to there was like a cannabis doctor and you get your like medical card or whatever and then you could order it this is before it became nationwide stuff but as soon as it became like full on legal I was like yeah I'm done (laughs) and I haven't smoked it we don't even have medicinal here medicinal stuff was a little more expensive but there was like if because you could order from different places and there was one strain that I tried that I was just like what the fuck like because I smoked a lot so to even like get me high at the time was like you just couldn't do it and then I ordered some of the medicinal stuff and I was just like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm paralyzed (laughs) I had some uh I had some medicinal grade stuff like a few months ago and i hated it it made me so paranoid and then i had some like just regular legal stuff not too long ago and i was like this is this i understand i understand now why people smoke weed i get it i get it it makes sense can't have it because can't have it here but i get it uh there was like another no the the guy fuck what the fuck movie was that and and he's like, I only smoke sativa or whatever. Like, I, I get that, too. Because, like, if you find a different strain... Because, like, everyone is just like, oh, the heaviest indica you got. And then you give it to someone that doesn't smoke, and they're just like, what the fuck? And you give, you, you give like... My, my one buddy um, worked for the, the medical place, and mm-hmm. he was the guy that you would go and see when you were like, oh... But he knew everything. Like, he... He didn't just love weed. He loved how it could positively affect someone's life. So he mm-hmm. researched and knew all the terpenes and terpines or whatever and what and why. Like he would listen to you like a doctor and be like, well, what what are your issues? You have this and this and this. And it's like, yeah, CBD first, always when you're trying to get rid of the pain or like... uh these types of but like just talking to him and like when i did smoke smoking with him he would curate a bowl for you with different strains and it would be layered that's so cool and i was like this is an experience and yeah it did exactly what you said it was going to do and that is just fucking weird it's not just like let's go get plays it was like 
no, like, oh, how are you feeling? Like, we have like a normal conversation. He's like, okay, because you said this and because of uh, your day here and here, I'm going to put this. And it was like <laughs> this crazy explanation. Sounds so geeky if you think about it, but no, not it at the same awesome. time. That's what so it sounds fucking, like. So fucking rad. And it was like, yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, you know, bringing it like into the movie, it's just another one of those elements that like, you know, we talk about it now. And for me, it's still so it's still so like weird here, but it's it's less, you know, like taboo because it's legal most places. I just live in a stupid area. But um, yeah, in the movie, like watching them, watching her discuss that was really funny. Because as soon as she started eating those brownies, I was like, oh, no, she's going to be so fucked up. I bet yeah. those are pot brownies. And then she's just sitting there. And I was like, I what love the, the I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, no, it, like this she's is going to be just, high. She's not going to be yeah, able to help. Yeah. Bad things and are going to happen. Was the opposite. I was like, that was that was like a self-aware fucking meta cool thing that they ended up doing for this movie that was all those little things that it's like well it's exactly what i just said very self-aware it's like okay the audience probably thinks this so let's lean into it but then do the opposite and it's and those little like intentional details that they like literally just salt bayed into this movie fucking perfect it it made that's what you have to be in order to make a movie like this work and i just heard today that Scream 7 is in fact happening. We all knew that was going to happen anyways. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the directors from the last two movies aren't on board, but the director that is on board is the guy who did Happy Death Day. So I'm fucking stoked oh. on that because like, it's, it's this very tight-knit uh, community of you know, filmmakers that really get it. And I want those people to continue to get these franchises that every well they're fucking making so much bank and the amount of people that oh i got to tell you this i my my scream poster that i made mm -hmm. people are well because i was randomly getting instagram messages and stuff i want your poster as a tapestry i was like what are you talking about and then i got like four or five other people like where can i get that tapestry of your poster i'm like what the fuck are you talking about oh someone on tiktok uh, like was holding up your poster. I saw your dot com on the bottom, so I reached out and I was like, "What? Can I see this TikTok?" And they send me to it. It has a hundred and forty-five thousand likes and like four thousand comments, five thousand shares. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, huh? But then because of that, I started googling my posters. They're being ripped off everywhere. Like absolutely everywhere i'm like what yeah, the i knew fuck that some people on? were taking them on like imdb and shit too right well that that's not a ripoff like if you if the actual movie wants my poster to be on that i don't know how that all works i i'm i'm like fucking a cool it still has my dot com on it so it looks your voice mod cut but no, yeah, I could, that would drive me crazy though. Cause that happened to a friend of mine. She had made like some very specific art for the three of us and it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense for anybody who's not within our communities to have it. Like it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. And it was showing up on all these extra sites and shit and people were selling it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that is a thing you could do. I don't know. 
I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know how many people are actually making <laughs> money off of my shit, but I've never made money off of any of my alt posters. So to see them all over the place, like on Amazon, Etsy, Redbubble, everywhere. It's wild. Like, I, I was like, holy shit. And a lot of the Scream ones. So, like, I like that uh, this movie has legs. This movie could start a franchise. This. Mm -hmm. uh, when you see all those like memes of like all the most iconic slasher or horror movie characters like dancing on Facebook or doing like the things you you got the classics right. Um, I don't know if this character could be there, but I do think like Art the Clown is going to be in that fucking realm very very soon, if not oh, like yeah, right absolutely. away. And I love that we're still getting slasher films that. Are standing the, like this, I think, will stand the test of time, uh, literally and figuratively. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did in the movie. So <laughs> it's fun. I, I would watch it again. Yeah, I, I definitely, I thought it was great. Definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it. Um, I'm going to say one of the scenes in the movie that were, was my favorite was when she called her mom out for letting her friend get drunk and drive home. Yes. And she was wrong. And that scene was very emotional and very, like, just, it was very intense. It was very intense. There, this it was like camping. Yeah. I it was know. intense. I, uh, I think I saw this, again, oh, with the, the YouTube, like, mashup of all the new movies coming out. This one got put on my radar i think at that time as well i was like what the fuck there's actually good slasher films coming out too like what the fuck and it's just coming straight to my tv wow this one i think missed out it it would have done well in theaters i think like amazon i don't know if they have you know obviously they want people to use prime because they're going up against it but like you're also making good movies with a bigger budget like Give it a window. Give it like a one, two, like it's October. We had a Friday the 13th. Like this would have killed in theaters that Friday for sure. I think if they would have done a lot of the like hardcore uh, marketing kind of like smile and stuff did, yes. it would have done even better. 100%. Like have, a, have people walking around with those masks on all over. Like you want to make it iconic. Send some photo like boots the, out to the some field. theaters. Like, come on. Yes. Like that would have been, oh, that would have been so good. And right? photo booths now are like a fucking, they're not expensive to do. No. Like they're, it's not the way it used to be. Yes. Like that would be such a great idea. I don't know. I, like I said, I definitely recommend it. Um, It's funny. It's lighthearted. It's gory, but like not crazy. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Josh thinks it's great too. Uh, he he will have more to add to that in a moment. <laughs> oh my god, voice mod, I hate you. And it's gonna be. <laughs> he 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 hates voice mod a lot too. Um, it's it's a it's a problem, but that's okay. We're working through it. We're doing great. Yup yup yup. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. What the hell? 
So yeah, I guess my question would be, okay. and you can tweet at us or exit us or whatever you want to say. Did you watch this? And what do you think? What did you think? Tweet or X or wing. post or what do, yeah, wait? When are we going for wings? When are we going for X wings? <laughs> Disney would sue the fuck. Actually, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> X wings. Wait, does that mean uh, it's like you eating wings on Fansly? X wings. No, no, but that's an interesting <laughs> idea. That is an interesting <laughs> idea. I think Voice Mod has decided to put a plastic bag in you now. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Really? Oh. Yeah. What the fuck? You're, you're crackly. How about now? Oh. Still Even worse. Crackly. What the fuck? Well, let's just end it. <laughs> okay. Just end it all. Thank you so much yeah. for listening to us, uh, checking out the podcast. Make sure you're looking us up. If you're not watching on YouTube, go check us out on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you look us up there, Murder Moose Podcast. Uh, you can find us there. Uh, if you're not checking out Josh's stuff, definitely recommend he's making huge huge waves in the industry um he's got all kinds of really great projects he's working on you can go check out his website it's josh wrb.co right we're still we're still co in it yeah no yeah it's joshwrb.com i have wrbdesign.co is my business site but it's funny because like anytime i see my posters anywhere it's it's like like crazy when someone else posts it but i don't have a following so when i post it it's like eh and then it's so yeah. weird it's so weird yeah. uh, you also definitely should go check out our silent co-host who is full of opinions and in case you missed any of them you just have to turn the volume up and listen to the podcast a few more times and then yep. eventually you'll hear him so that way he's you know. he is there he's he's, he's just here. waiting he's, he's like wait guys guys Okay. Uh, we just haven't let him get a word in edgewise uh, for once. Uh, uh, oh. Check him out, Rod underscore Johnston. Rod, how does it feel? On, how does it feel, Rod? <laughs> you can catch him on Twitch. He streams there. He's on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, all over the place. And my name is Continue. It's K-I-N-T-I-N-U-E. You can catch me over at twitch.tv slash continue. Follow me on Twitter or X or whatever the hell Woo! that's called. Check out some of the extra sites. And uh, make sure you're checking out Murder Moose. Which you are right now, but you should look more into it. Check out some of our older episodes. Last week we talked about Friday the 13th, the 2009 um, version. So, yeah. The version that was the 2009 one. What are we doing next week? Actually, I had something that just popped up. Um, oh, there's another. Eh, I don't want to do that. Which was. Oh, um, the Puppet Man. I've heard it's good. It just, just came out. It's, the Puppet Man? It was just at uh, Calgary International Film Festival, and the people that went and saw it said it was tense or something. I don't remember. But it looks cool. And cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it's, it. You know where you can find it. It's right in front of me right now. Cool. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you go check us all out. Make sure that you're following and all that jazz. And uh, yeah, we love a Fisis. <laughs>
Oh, okay. Did I do? Did I do Rod proud? Is Rod proud? Rod, are you proud of me? I doubt he made it this far. <laughs> That's fair. Rod, if you made it this far, say howdy doody. We love you. <laughs> okay. Well, see you next week for the Puppet Man. Bye. Bye. To the game.